Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello and thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Shears, a pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this podcast to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to give me a call at 888-226-7614. 888-226-7614. Let me ask you a series of questions. Why do you buy what you buy? Let me ask it again. Why do you buy what you buy? Let's start with your clothes. Do you buy clothes based on need or do you buy clothes based on want? What brand of clothes do you buy? What about your vehicle? What kind of vehicle do you drive? Do you drive a modest car, Chevrolet, Ford, Honda, Toyota, or do you drive Mercedes, BMW, Lexus? What kind of purse do you carry? You carry a, a purse that you bought at TJ Maxx or do you carry a Louis Vuitton? What about wanting those things? Do you want the $400,000 Porsche? Do you want the house in the upscale neighborhood? Do you want the $5,000 Louis Vuitton purse? Do you want the chic clothing, the shoes that may cost several hundred dollars, the sunglasses that may cost several hundred dollars? What is it you want? You know, it's it's alarming the wants that we have. So let's look at the, the underlying motive of wants. Why do you want to drive a $400,000 car? Why do you possibly drive a $400,000 car? Is it because you really love that car it's it's so much better than the fifty thousand dollar car or the twenty five thousand dollar car or even the five thousand dollar car why do you carry a louis vuitton purse is it because it's significantly better than the fifteen dollar purse that you buy at walmart thought of these wants are a derivative of materialism Materialism is a combination of marketing, marketing, and status. Living in Southwest Florida, at any given time at a stoplight, I see maybe one to two million dollars worth of vehicles, especially in the the winter season, uh, December, January, February, literally seven figures value of cars sitting at the stoplight convertible mercedes convertible lexus convertible you know a ferrari may be sitting there a lamborghini may be sitting there and i ask myself why why are they driving those cars now i'm not here to point fingers i'm not here to say that you're a horrible person because you want or you have those things what i'm asking is what is the underlying cause for the want now, I would be hard-pressed to listen to someone say, I need, I need a half-a-million-dollar car. I don't think anyone needs a half-a-million-dollar car. 
right? I don't think anyone needs a $5,000 purse. I don't think anyone needs a $2 million house. Need. Need is the key word here. Want? Yeah. Whether you're, you make $30,000 a year or $3 million a year. Those fall under the category of want. What is the derivative of the wants? I think it's very simple. <coughs> I think the, the, the simple, simple underlying cause for that is how other people look at us. The reality is at a stoplight that may last from 30 seconds to a minute that you want someone to look at you and your vehicle and think highly of you. As you're at a restaurant or in a mall or whatever, and you're carrying a four or $5,000 purse, the need is I need to carry my billfold or my wallet or my car keys or my cell phone or whatever. I need something. I need something that I can put those items in and walk around, right? I want something that costs $5,000 and has a symbol on it that raises my status in society. Right, I mean, we can we can have that that debate on whether a Louis Vuitton purse satisfies that need much better than a twenty dollar Walmart purse. It's it's a mute argument, or a a two dollar yard sale purse, right? What about the the person that's driving a $7,500 used car to drive to and from work, to and from the grocery store, to and from church? Are they accomplishing the task of what that vehicle is used for? Yes. What about the person that's driving the 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 you know uh, electric Tesla? Is their need any different than the person driving a $7,500 car? Got to go to work, got to go to church, got to go to the doctor, got to go to Walmart, whatever. Is there is the need different? No, the need's not different. The want is different. What is the derivative of the want? Someone looking at me saying, wow, I'm impressed. I, I mean, I am completely open for, for someone to explain something different to me. I said the want is a combination of materialism and marketing. Matthew McConaughey is used on on TV commercials, television commercials, uh, as a, a representative for Lincoln cars. And Lincoln isn't the most expensive car, but it is a luxury car, luxury sedan, luxury uh, uh, SUV. Why didn't they use um, the third person in line at the Dollar General store to help sell the Lincoln? It's because they are trying to push the narrative that you know, good looks and success are equivalent to driving this car. What does scripture say about this? In 1 Timothy 6, verses 7 and 8, it says, For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it, but if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Ecclesiastes 5.10 says, Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. Matthew six nineteen through 20 says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. 
Mark 8, 36 says, What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? One more here. Luke twelve fifteen. Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Let's go back to the question. Why do you want these high dollar items? You know, there is a, a, an entire demographic uh, or sector of the economy that deals with selling fake luxury items. Fake Louis Vuitton, for example. Fake high dollar shoes. Fake Rolexes. I actually bought a fake Rolex when I was in the military in 1989 in the Republic of Panama on the free zone. It's like 30 bucks. Why Why did I have to have a fake Rolex? Why couldn't I go down to the PX and buy uh, another watch? Uh, maybe for the same amount of money, but it didn't say Rolex on it. Why do we want these things? Once again, it's for someone. It's not for us. It's that we want other people to look at us and say they're successful. They have, they have met the American dream. I cannot think of another reason. Yeah, you know, a, a car may have a, some bells and whistles uh, at 250000 versus a car at 25000 But the need is accomplished. The need is accomplished. Um, you know, do we have to have voice-controlled items in our car? No, that's a want. A need is, I've got to go to work. How do I get there? It's too far to walk. I don't have a bus uh, handy. I don't have a bicycle, <laughs> right? The need is satisfied with something less expensive. The want is satisfied by buying a high-dollar item. Why, 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 why do we fall into that? I cannot think of another reason. Cannot think of one reason other than we want other people to look at us and say, I want to be them or look at that. Look how successful they are. Why else? I, I cannot think of another reason. Now those people who own those high dollar items may say, you know, I've worked hard in my whole life. It's a present to myself. I wanted something luxury. Okay. But the key word was want. The key word was want. And then why did you want that? Why, why is that the definition of success? Why is having luxury items a definition of success? This is, I'm telling you what, this, this is hot lava uh, when it comes to our mentality that is contradictory to our belief system. As Christians, we say, you know, honor God in all things we do. Is buying a $450,000 car or a $750,000 car honoring God in all things that we do? Depends on who you ask. The person who wants it or the person who has it. Right? The person who wants it is jealous. The person who has it, the person who has it says, look at me. The person who is honoring God in all things they do says, could that money have been better used elsewhere? Now, there's a, there's a, a, a thing that cir circulates around about the person who was asked, you know, why did you buy such an a, a expensive car? That money could have been used for the poor. And the response was, well, I kept people employed. You know, they fed their families. That, that's, that is a bogus response. That is a bogus response. 
Now, there's a difference between having the ability and actually doing something. So the person who is is let's for all for all uh, uh, explanations let's say wealthy let's say that they've got a seven figure four hundred one k they've done well they have no debt but yet they go out and they buy a, maybe a thirty five or forty thousand dollar car that person on the other side of the street may have the exact same thing in their four hundred one k has no debt has the same uh, amount of money in their bank account but they went out and bought the luxury $300,000 car. What's the difference between the two? One, here's, here, I'm going to, I'm going to be not very uh, <laughs> popular with this. One of them has an issue with materialism. One of them doesn't. I can't think of anything else, people. I cannot think of anything else. I literally sit around and think of reasons. Why do I need, even though I may have the ability, but why would I do that? Yeah, I like Mercedes, but I think they're a great car. Someday, I mean, I bought a Mercedes in the past. It was 15 years old and it cost me four grand. Um, I gave it to my daughter to drive back and forth to college. Um, But will I ever buy a Mercedes? I might. I might I, I doubt if I ever buy a new one, but I may go out and find a used one. Um, there's a four-wheel drive. I think it's a G550 or something, and I like the vehicle. Um, but I, I, the guilt, underlying guilt that I would have on buying something for, uh, you know, well into the six figures, I, I, I can't bring myself to do it. I think it really is a question of materialism, uh, and the, that is a sin. Okay? If you can, if you have a conversation with God and, and you're not making excuses and you say, I, I need this for a certain thing. Um, and it's a justifiable need. That's a different story, but it's hard to justify once it really is. Um, because we start making excuses. Well, I deserve this. Well, um, I worked hard all my life. This is a present to myself. I've always wanted this. Um, you, you see, we, we make excuses on why we want something and the reality is the reality is a lot of it has to do with how we are concerned about what other people think of us in southwest florida they call those can uh, uh condo casanovas right wealthy older men looking for younger women uh they're driving around in their convertible uh mercedes that probably cost them a quarter of a million dollars uh, they could get in the vehicle, but trying watching a 75-year-old man try to get out of a convertible Mercedes that sits about eight inches off the ground is comical. I mean, I have a, that's why I drive a truck. I step up into it and I step down out of it. <laughs> I, I think I would have a problem getting out of a vehicle that's, uh, you know, a, a, Fl- a Flintstones mimic where you've got to, to kind of crawl out and crawl in. Um, once again, it's not a popular topic. Someone needs to say it. Someone needs to say it. Now... I've heard other people say, you know what? If I just leave that money to my kids, they're just going to blow it. Yeah, well, don't leave it to your kids. Leave it to a charity. See how easy that was? Give it to the kingdom. Wow, that's a quick fix. If you're worried about your kids spending the money that you worked so hard for and your excuse is, I'm going to go out and buy me something that's half a million dollars because I deserve it, careful with that analogy. Okay? 
Now I'm probably going to have the the <laughs> salesman at the local uh, Ferrari and Mercedes and and uh, foreign car dealerships picketing my house before the end of the day. But people, have a conversation about your stewardship with God. Do I want it or do I need it? Is there always a problem with wanting something? No, I don't think so. I mean, we all want nice things. I my my. Uh, uh, vice is I like Tommy Bahama clothes. I like how they fit. I like how they look. Um, I actually bought one brand new Tommy Bahama shirt and it was about 140 bucks at the Tommy Bahama store. I still love the shirt. Uh, but now uh, I have discovered that in Southwest Florida, there are a lot of thrift shops and there's a lot of Tommy Bahama clothes in there that I'm buying for $6.99 a piece. Uh, today, as I do this podcast, I'm wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt that I paid $6.99 for and it is flawless <coughs> i like it i'm not wearing it to impress somebody else i don't think anywhere on it it has the selfish i can't see it i like how it feels it's comfortable now i'm not saying look at me do exactly like me all i'm saying is when you're making a financial decision especially a large one pray through it first whether it be a house whether it be a car whether it be um a luxury item or something that you need pray through it involve your family your spouse in the decision making and then make your decision with that being said many times you have to ask yourself the simple question do i want it or do i need it god bless you hope you have a great day thank you for listening to revolutionary stewardship i encourage you to visit kingdomplanadvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.